Hello and welcome to episode 176 of the Dan York Report. I'm here in Keene, New Hampshire, and over the past 24 hours or so, I've received all sorts of messages from friends, from relatives, from others via Facebook, via email, Twitter, phone calls, all sorts of things, asking if we are okay, if we're safe, if we're good. And the answer to that is yes. And while we've deeply appreciated all of these calls and the people reaching out to check on us and things, it shows the state of our communications and the channels and the way we are that, that people even inquire in the first place. Because, of course, the world has seen now, it seems, that Keene's Pumpkin Festival was this big riot that there were students overturning cars, that there were students doing other things, that the police were out in their riot gear, that they were arresting people all over the place. It was, you know, destruction, mayhem, chaos. The reality is it was nothing of the sort for those of us who were here. I went to the Pumpkin Festival multiple times on Friday. I was down and back, uh, I mean, on Saturday. We were there with our family roaming around, Our kids were in the Pumpkin Festival parade that happened in the morning. Our youngest daughter was. Um, We were roaming around eating fried dough and and, uh, maple cotton candy and hot dogs, bratwurst, all the kinds of things that you would have at a kind of fair and festival. We were walking up and down the rows of pumpkins. We were riding the Ferris wheel. We were listening to singers. We were looking at some of the booths from all the vendors and buying caramel popcorn and doing all the kinds of things that you have in a massive community event. There were tens of thousands of people. I don't know what the numbers were, but they were there, and we were there all the way up until 7 o'clock or so at night when we finally, after looking at all the Uh, beautifully lit pumpkins all around the gazebo and all around the area um, and the massive tower of pumpkins, we came back home. By that time, of course, we knew something else was going on. We could hear the sirens going on in the background, and we could see from all the tweets and Facebook notices and messages and uh, text messages and everything else, we knew that there was stuff going on. Uh, that there were riots or that there were a party or whatever else was going on. We knew all that. But for those of us who were there in the main street, in the main part of the Pumpkin Festival, it was a wonderful, wonderful community event. It was fine. A couple streets away, though, it was not fine. It was a drunken, massive drunken party, um, varying accounts of whether it was hundreds or thousands of students who gathered together in several locations, and then somebody in there decided that they'd go and start destroying some of the signs around the streets and start to throw bottles and destroy property and do things like this. And as the pictures show, cars got involved, maybe even some fires and things. And I understand from some people who had to go that way to try to get home or to get around that it was quite frightening and quite terrible in some of those areas. But the main pumpkin festival was perfectly fine. We were oblivious to the true sense of that, other than hearing the sirens in the background, they're being contacted by everyone. You know, in the aftermath, of course, none of that mattered. What is shown to the rest of the world, the story, the narrative arc that everyone else has heard, is that there were riots and mayhem and chaos and destruction, and that all of that was happening, and that this was the experience of the pumpkin festival. Unfortunately, it was the global experience, what people are seeing. They don't get to see 
the beauty of it. They don't see that except for the pictures that some of us posted, but even those are overshadowed by the photos that are being posted and shared around on social media. As the story continues to unfold and more information is found, of course, we learn about all of the students who had come here from many other different colleges around, you know, and, and also the outside agitators, those who wanted to come here to cause problems. Somebody was quoted in one of the paper articles as saying, yeah, I came here to revolt. Revolting against the cops is fun. You know, I'm excited about it. Wicked cool. Wicked awesome. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, I, I remember back in the mid-80s when I went to uh, the University of New Hampshire that there were, the, there were the parties that you heard about, the big festivals. I remember that there was, you know, lots of people talking about going up to UVM, to the University of Vermont, to Burlington for... I think it was their Oktoberfest, and other people talked about going up to Montreal for the Winter Carnival that was happening up there. Or it could have been UVM's Winter Carnival and Montreal's Oktoberfest. I don't know, because I didn't go. That wasn't my scene. But the word was out that if you wanted to be part of massive, epic parties, if you wanted to go and get totally drunk and probably have lots of sex and everything else along with that, if you wanted all that, then you needed to go to these colleges or these places and be part of that experience. And obviously Keene has gotten that reputation now that if you want to be part of that epic party, if you want to be part of that, you need to go to the Pumpkin Festival and party with all the college students, you know, and, and the folks that are there. Keene State College gave out a kind of really weak, kind of cover-their-tail type of document or statement on the day that it was actually happening. Hopefully they'll toughen that up and show with some action about what they can really do. And if there are students that are, were identified as being part of this, I hope they are severely punished because this was just absurd. You know, I sit there and I wonder, and I sit there and I say, what is it that causes kids to... I, I get the desire to party, desire to get together and try to do that. Hello, that's always been part of things. But the destruction of property, the desire to revolt against the police to do that, is it really the case that there's just nothing else to you know, have meaning for, that you need to fight against the police is the, is the idea of fun? I don't know. It's just a bizarre concept to me that this is what we've come to, that the destruction of property, the destruction of people's cars, the destruction of stuff around that is, is fun. I don't get that. I, I don't understand. And maybe that's just me you know, in my mid-40s saying, get off my lawn, but whatever. I just don't get it. Because the reality is that that's what happened here. There were no riots of, of oppression. There was nothing that was going on that was needing to be, you know, it was no giant thing against uh, discrimination or against anything else. It was just a bunch of drunken young people uh, who were out there in a mass, you know, situation fueled by alcohol and probably other drugs and things like that and the mob mentality that just went crazy and decided to go and do this. I don't understand. I probably never will, but that's what happened here. And that's the sadness of it because that's what the people out there and all of you listening probably have seen. You don't see the beautiful, wonderful event that we had downtown. You don't see that. What you see are the pictures of all of the riots. You see the police out there trying to stop that. I've seen articles already this morning on Monday morning talking about the comparison that apparently happened on Twitter between the response here in Keene to all that was going on and the response that happened in Ferguson and the situation that was there 
and the police response and the way things happen and the stuff that's going on. In this space, we, of course, have those comparisons. A bunch of drunk white kids up here going and, and you know, rampaging and being all arrested. And out there in Ferguson, a bunch of people, a lot of them of different colors, you know, rioting and doing their own thing and having a much stronger and harsher response. Maybe it's the fact that Keene State's folks learned a bit from what happened in Ferguson and had a different response. I don't know. Maybe it is discrimination. I don't know. But I do know that that's the face that we now in Keene get to have on our beloved pumpkin festival. Who knows, when the costs come in from all of this that's going on, it may be the last pumpkin festival we ever have, which is a sad commentary on what happens because the organizers and the people here put in a huge amount of work to make truly a wonderful festival. And for many nonprofits and organizations here, the Pumpkin Festival is a major source of a lot of their income that helps provide services to the local community and to this local region. This is a huge event for us in a huge space. And now much of that was destroyed by a mob of unruly people, both students and outsiders who came here to party, to revolt, to fight, to be part of something bigger. All of it, of course, being sent out onto social media. There's people with selfies uh, of them with overturned cars and pieces like that, which, of course, now the police are be going to be looking at. So, hello, I hope they catch them if they're that dumb. Sorry, just a commentary on that. If you're going to do something illegal or stupid, it's a bizarre comment on our society that, oh, let's take pictures of those and post those to social networks where, of course, people can find them. But... Anyway, that's a side conversation. Today, for most of us here in Keene, we're just mostly dealing with a sadness, a sadness that this had to happen here and that that is a story that is told to the rest of the world. As I said, we're fine. We appreciate all the concern and the thoughts, and it's great to hear from some of the folks all around the world who have contacted us to say, are you guys okay? We're fine. It was all good for us and good for most of the, the vast majority of people who were here, you know, except for the streets where all the chaos was happening. But for the rest of us, it's just a sadness now, a sadness that something had to be disrupted and destroyed in such a way. There's more I could say, but this is enough today. Comments are welcome at soundcloud.com slash danyork or anywhere that's posted on social media. And let's hope that through some of this, maybe there'll be some thinking about why, what goes on, what is wrong that causes, that brings about this kind of situation, or is this just the age-old story of alcohol, young people, drugs, everything else, and the mob mentality that brings us forth. Crazy, crazy. But that's the situation here in Keene, New Hampshire. Bye for now. You can find more of my writing and audio at danyork.me and other places around the net. Thanks for listening.